Thanks for listening to this Word in Your Ear podcast. If you'd like to get early access to all our productions ad-free, priority booking for our live events, and to take part in our weekly quiz, go to patreon.com slash wordinyourear for more details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. You're listening to a podcast from The Word. How are we going? It's rolling. So, Cheesy Weasel asks Mark. Oh, yeah. Cheesy. Oh, cheesy. cheesy. Uh, so, Mark's seen Lady Gaga nude. Oh, yeah. There may be people who are not aware that you have actually seen Lady Gaga nude. Mm. Uh, do you know what annoys me about this is that I've missed the most obvious gag. Go on. Um, I, I should have said, I'm here to tell you, she's not a natural blonde. <laughs> oh! Which is a good joke, isn't it? Now, why didn't I put that in the other? It's a good joke. It's, it's, a, it's a kind of glaringly obvious journalistic point, isn't I can't it? Really? Believe that I didn't. Is it put day that in day one of your journalist yeah, course? Yeah, at, at one point I, I did see her without a wig on, so I know what her actual hair looks like, and it's you know it is it is very very short and dyed blonde. But the fact that I, anyway, you can fill in the gaps. Yes, right. I did see her completely naked. Has anyone else on the pod seen any other pop stars starkers? <laughs> I once interviewed Sting in a shower, and he was wearing only, only a towel. You see, he on his head. Just, he's such a tart, isn't he? he? He doesn't just do that for the for no, the female journalist. No, he doesn't. You know, the thing about Sting is, whenever he comes on stage, within thirty seconds, he, he's torn his shirt off, hasn't yes. he? Because it's contractually or just genetically programmed to do Absolutely. so. Absolutely. So I, I see. Tried that trick with you. So that's the best we can do, cheesy weasel. Um, Orange Pico tea. Wishes to know, how would the top 40 look if it only included artists who wrote their own music and played their own instruments? Hmm. Well, that's... These days, it would look quite, I suppose, quite different, wouldn't it? It'd look more... I'd well, actually, I'm, I'm trying, more boring, to, I'm trying to wallpaper over the terrible glaring area, David. I don't know really what's in the top. Yeah, but, but I think it's reasonably, it's reasonable to assume that it's not uh, people playing uh, instruments that they learn themselves. Most, doing, most, doing doing most pop at R&B, I think, is they're written like comedies are. It's like teams of people, isn't it? Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. And things are flown to other people to, yeah. you, to add their, 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 their bits. Parts. You see, because I'm going I'm I'm to give you an answer, Orange Pico T. I think it would be considerably more boring than it is now, actually. 
if it was full of kind of authentic artists, you know, come on, it's far. There'd be no uh, Crazy in Love by Beyonce, would no, Absolutely, there? yeah. Where just, would you be? You know, yeah. So you know, just because she didn't write it and play all the instruments, um, and also, also the, also the hooky bit of, uh, of Crazy in Love by Beyonce is is an, an ancient sample, isn't the it? The Fleetwood Mac track. Isn't it? No, it's not Fleetwood Mac. No, I'm thinking it's, something else. I'm that horn riff, I don't know, is it Chilo's record or something like that? It goes back like 20 years or something. You know, so the, the hook is is not done by anybody who's got anything to do with the record. In fact, it's a really depressing thought, because it would probably be like going to the chart entirely full of groups and probably sound like an atomic rooster or something, you know. I couldn't it'd, do it'd be, with that. No, it'd be frightening. No, no. uh, Adrian Specks, Fraser, this is for you. It's very cold... Please can Fraser supply a soup or stew recipe? Well, I'll provide a link to this on the website for later on, but the best soup recipe is uh, Thomas Keller's cauliflower soup recipe. Okay. And it's unusual for me to choose something that doesn't have a strange animal in it, but it is a brilliant recipe. I wouldn't have thought cauliflower would be your first choice for a hearty uh, broth. It's an uh, unbelievable, it's if that's a word. OK, yeah, all right, that's good. So, uh, catching up on the news this week, have we all seen Madonna doing a ha- ha- half-time um, low-key acoustic have. set at the Super Bowl? Yes. Uh, a quiet, intimate affair. It's fans only. <laughs> it's yeah. It's unplugged, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> to just get her. It's, you know, remind, you could have made an effort. Though. It's like it's like Ronnie and Keith and Bob Dylan at uh, Live Aid, isn't yeah. it? Really, except with the addition of she stumbles on half a cut, doesn't she? Twenty minutes late as well. That's the worst bit. <laughs> it is. Doesn't bother to brush her hair. For those who haven't seen it, um, I, I watched it with my jaw dropping. Um, largely because not long before I'd actually watched, for the first time in years, uh, the Elizabeth Taylor, Richard Burton film Cleopatra. Uh, have you seen that oh, which is very firmly based. Completely My based. God, that opening scene when she... Well, no, it's not an opening scene, isn't it? For those who haven't seen yeah, the opening scene of Madonna. Oh, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. yes. The, the, the key scene in Cleopatra, which is a terrible old ropey old film, but it's got one brilliant set piece right in the middle which is Cleopatra's entry into Rome, accompanied by, I think, Rex Harrison's child. And, and she's, she appears in the marketplace, and she's preceded by... you know It's about ten minutes before Liz Taylor actually heaves into view, you know, because it's just yeah. slaves pulling ropes, yeah. isn't it? You know, uh, and, and, you know, to, pulling along this huge, great kind of sphinx, I That's think, right. that Absolutely. Liz Taylor's... Mounted on and and in, in you know going in front of other girls, you know, um, uh, throwing throwing roses in the air and yeah. the dancing girls and all sorts of things. That's what Madonna's done. Well, they've uh, for obvious reasons replaced the slaves by yeah. by a load of kind of rather butch looking uh, Roman legionaries, aren't they? Or guys in, in armour. And uh, it's the campus thing I've ever seen. It's fantastic. So she obviously <laughs> decided that I- I'm going to have a big entrance. What's the biggest entrance yeah. in entertainment? Let's nick it. It's Liz Taylor <laughs> <and> Cleopatra. <laughs> Let's do that yeah. again. And it is extraordinary that you can... I mean, the amount of rehearsal that must have had to go into that. And what is it? You know, it's ten minutes... In the middle yeah, of the whole game. Thing was then again, I suppose we're talking about it now. You know, so, it, so it's got a life beyond that. But then I guess in terms of production values, that is the most concentrated 13 minutes available to anybody, isn't it? I mean, the, the, the Super Bowl halftime is the big opportunity, isn't it? And you can't muck about with the timing, can you? No, absolutely you, not. You, you, you can't so go you over time. a medley of greatest hits. It's a bit like Live Aid, isn't it? You know, that they, they, she does something like four songs, doesn't she, all segmented yeah, together? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, a new single. And, and I so think well. trips over at one point, but I don't know if anyone else noticed that. I don't know, maybe I was just, you know... Of course, also... 
also, as is traditional nowadays with Madonna's huge, great set-piece TV appearances, she is accompanied by MIA and who else? Silo, Silo Green. Looking absolutely brilliant. You know the bit in, um, you know the bit in um, um, those magnificent men and their flying machines. Do you remember where they <laughs> have a Patra? Yeah, those. Yeah, yeah just, just a cinematic uh, reference. Uh, we got references. Yeah, that's right. Very edgy. From the sublime to all right. Yeah, you made probably not seen this. <laughs> yeah. But there's a bit where they have their, their, their standoff between I think Terry Thomas and the German. Do you remember that? It's brilliant. And they, and they choose they Go choose blunderbusses and balloons at dawn. <laughs> anyway, the German in the big helmet. In that looks exactly like CeeLo Green in his in his, in his tremendous uh, armor, doesn't he? In this, uh, thing. did you see the? Uh, have you seen the Samsung advert? You know the the advertising spots for this. I think it cost him ten million dollars for this uh, one and a half minute commercial, and it's the guy out of the darkness <laughs> playing a song with a and for a one and a half minutes, and it's an extraordinary bit of music PR I've ever seen. Well, they, they, they're advertising a new tablet, alternative to the iPad, and the whole hook is based around the singer from the darkness playing a song. And not about the tablets or anything like that. He's not singing no, a song it's, it's about. No, it's one the of the old darkness numbers. I believe in a thing called love. Good grief! Absolutely extraordinary. Yeah. extraordinary. Extraordinary stuff. Now they're, they're no longer going in for regulation commercials, are they? No. They're going in for events. That's the kind Absolutely. of thing. Absolutely. Now the other thing that struck me about Madonna was, uh, you know, with MIA and so forth. It's like, it's like you know, drinking the blood of virgins, isn't it? <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? Old old queen, surrounded yeah. by young princesses, oh, yeah. you know, whose neck she feasts on at some point, you know, and then kind of tosses them aside. Like have him washed and brought to my tent. <laughs> yes, they're <laughs> used up, <laughs> and, the, and the queen will still be there yeah. two years time. You yeah. know, the, the the you know the Britney Spears of a few years ago, sated with. <laughs> yes, right. she did that with Britney Spears. Was it Christina Aguilera? Yeah. Did she do the MTV Awards? I can't remember. Spears, I think. Yeah, uh, the With Grammys. You know what I mean. Just surrounded by young strumpets. Yeah. And then they're cast aside. And Madonna just continues, doesn't she? Why is she so duffed up, though, for being 53? Is it because she she invites the... She wants to appear younger? Is that what it is? Because really, there's nothing wrong with her being 53. She looks great for 53. She looks great for 53. I mean, nobody has a go. Do they? Nobody says, gosh, Bruce Springsteen's 62, whatever he is. I mean, they, they just don't. But she does get very duffed up, doesn't she? Don't you think Madonna's... Uh, the reason she gets duffed up is she's kind of unlovable. <laughs> yes, she's, she's a cold, cold fish. fish. Yeah. She is very cold. We all said that at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> There's three people going, she's, she's a cold a fish. cold fish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, further questions. Has any artist recorded any more than two really great albums, says De Big T. Has any artist recorded any more than two really great? What, excluding the Beatles and the Incredible String Band? <laughs> or, or what's what's? How do we narrow this down? Or Atomic Rooster? Or uh, <laughs> you know. uh, I, I think he's been uh, controversial here because I think there are loads of recorded loads. more than two great albums. Well, the Smiths recorded at least four, didn't they? Is that was that ridiculous? Or was that fighting <laughs> tool? I don't know. I yeah. wouldn't know about well, that. There are a number of, 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 of big bands who only did one. Guns and Roses only made one good album. Yes. Fair enough. We're not going to argue with that. No. <laughs> we wouldn't argue with that at all. Um, uh, Paul Simon uh, is definitely is, is recorded about half a dozen really great albums. Mark, you're looking at me as if no, you're not no, sure. No, no, I'm not. Paul Simon's a really good choice. I'm actually just trying to think. Of, it, 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 there are. It's mostly one great record, isn't it? Paul Simon is my current, you know, winner of the '60s and '70s and '80s. Actually, you know, that when it comes to the final reckoning, Paul Simon will emerge greater than everybody. 
That's my current theme. Theory. So, Having gone back and listened to a whole load of Paul Simon albums they do stand not long up, ago, they? they stand up remarkably well. They sound better now than they ever did before. Go back. Here's my advice to you. If you've got nothing to listen to this weekend, go and listen to There Goes Rhyming Simon. Yeah, that It's is an absolute cool. masterpiece. Yeah. Um, you know, and hasn't dated with I don't know why. Hasn't, hasn't, hasn't dated. Trouble water, most of that has not dated. Not at the all. title track has slightly. So earlier in the year, before the f- football season, I wrote a column which proved to be enormously prescient, saying, "Is there anything in entertainment that can hold a candle to the hijinks and the craziness provided by the Premier League?" It's delightful, and I think isn't it? In the last 24 hours, <laughs> this is just absolutely, you know, that I've been proved absolutely right, haven't I? Yeah. Extraordinary. I have to say this. Last night I went to a very nice um, literary uh, kind of reception. Penguin Books were launching a whole load of new non-fiction um, books. And uh, they'd taken a very smart restaurant in the West End and invited a load of people and they're, they're authors, you know, doing their, talking a little bit about their, about their book and then everybody had a fine piece of fish. And, and they're all having probably quite sort of high-valuing conversations about, have you read Virginia Woolf? There's, there's, <laughs> absolutely, there's, yeah. there's dogs I've read Ops. Ulysses by there's, James Joyce three times. And it's amazing, it you know, it's full of, it's full of kind of, a, you know, broadsheet journalists yeah, yeah. and people from the radio, people from arts programmes, you know, how I got in there, I do not know, but, uh, <laughs> and, you know, I was, I was, the, I was the youth policy. And, uh, and there's kind of Oxford Dons and there's leader writers from the Washington Post and all kinds of terribly highfalutin. And it's just started. Uh, and and I, my, my phone goes and I look and there's a text from Fraser. And he's about half past seven last night going, Fabio Capello's resigned. And I just sort of turned to the person next to me, whispering, because I wasn't sure so if got, anybody got was like, interested. You a spoon against your glass and no, said, you speech. No, but here's the point. In that company, you traditionally would not be certain that anybody was going to be interested, would you? No. So I said, this woman next to me, I'm sorry, I just had a text to say Fabio Cabello's result. You like the football? And then yeah. the next thing, the whole table is going, what? Yeah. Fab, you know, Oxford Don, Fabio Cabello's resigned. You know, Washington Post leader writer, Fabio Cabello's resigned. It's a huge story. And the your whole room is just humming with what's gone on in the football. Of course, this is the same day that Harry Redknapp's acquitted. You know, Joey Barton's been you know, told off by the you know, whoever it is, the Attorney General, over, uh, over what he might have said on Twitter about other court cases and so forth. And you just think, next to this, if you piled up the whole of music, film, television, politics, all the other kind of sources of gossip and human interest... It's epic. There is nothing. No, it is epic, isn't there it? There is nothing yeah. compared to football. How does that happen? And the brilliant thing is that those two events happen within about ten minutes of each other. So you know, which makes you wonder if they might have influenced each other. I don't know. Well, is it, yeah, but I mean, yeah. uh, yes, you know, know. You, you want you know the Today programme this morning had a thing you know where they, they, they played a little piece of interview of, of, of Redknapp two or three months ago being asked about you know what what how he would react if or what he thought about actually I think the fact that there wasn't an English manager. So he goes yeah. to this great big patriotic yeah, yeah. spiel about well it really ought to be one. And they said, Well what if they offered it to you? He said, Well it's a terrible job but you know, a very tough, tough job. Because you couldn't turn it down if it was offered you get a duty. Oh yes. If I were him I'd spin this out as long as possible, you know, for for the get the maximum attention out of it. But I do think it's extraordinary. And the Anfield cat, of course, the yes. other day, Fraser. For anybody who doesn't know about this, Spurs played 
Liverpool. It's at 11 minutes into the game and a cat wanders onto the pitch. A cat wanders onto the pitch. Past Brad Friedel. How does that Doesn't it make you wish that Danny Baker's own goals and gaffes were still going? Because it was always full of an owl it's, sitting on the see, stanchion. You see, or I think Danny, Danny would tell, tell you nowadays that YouTube has completely made a nonsense of attempting to do own goals and gaffes yeah, that's anymore. Because yeah. anything of any yeah, note all is uh, yeah. all over the place. And to give you an idea, so cat wanders on 11 minutes. Walks in. past Brad Friedel, sits down, wanders <laughs> to the side of the pitch, is picked up by a steward and relocated. And within 24 hours, the cat has 30,000 followers on Twitter. Yes. That's so cat. There is a great line about cats. Dogs have owners, cats have staff, isn't it? It's that idea that cats are just in charge. But but it was famous. It had 724 Twitter followers by the end of the game, didn't it? Anfield cat. And somebody's got a record now, or it's a clip on the internet. It's just called There's a Cat on the Pitch. And it, the song goes. You can imagine how that song goes. <laughs> There's a cat on the pitch, <laughs> you know. And uh, we'll we'll post a link to it. That's but the new Fenton. <laughs> yes, it is, yeah. Yeah. There's, you know, there's nothing compares with football for that kind of thing. So, um, Mark, we had a musical guest oh, uh, yeah, we've had, in the podcast we've earlier had, today. You recorded? Yes, we did, and they've only just left the building. Actually, we had uh, Nigel Clark and Matthew Priest from uh, the Mighty Dodgy, and I have to say, their record came into the office and. He was going to be pretty old, didn't he? I was sceptical, I suppose. Can this really be any good? One's memories of Dodgy, they seem to be something that possibly belonged in the 1990s. And, and it is. It is he's a very old-fashioned phrase. It's a bit of a grower. It is, yeah. And, you know, and also has... Songs. Yeah, proper, really good songs. With uh, a lot of the kind of character of groups like Fleet Foxes and Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young and that kind of... The smell of wood smoke about it, actually. And um, not what I expected at all. And it's a marvellous, also lovely record. Which I think they talk about, actually, later on, about the idea of just getting older. You've been listening to the free feed of The Word podcast. The full album-length version is only available to subscribers to the magazine. To sign up and to hear the rest of this podcast, go to www.wordpodcast.co.uk. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 